brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Hello, thank you for downloading the podcast. What a show we have in store for you. We've got Kiss removing their makeup and climbing into bunk beds. Yeah, surprising bunk choice from Gene Simmons coming up on that one. I buckle when faced with the police force of the UK. Uh, yes, you do. But managed to receive some tunnock tea cakes for my worries. <laughs> uh, a waiter loses a glass eye. <laughs> And we carry out an exorcism in France. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all happening, isn't it? And at one point, I've only got one shoe on. Oh, yeah. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Ah, there you are. Where I left you. Good morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Charm having you on board. We'd like to start the show this morning by discussing our hairy hole. Um... <laughs> Now, yesterday, uh, we did a uh, dummy spitting contest here on the show uh, based on my daughter having this incredible, almost superhuman ability to project it across a room. So I thought we'd get the team to have a little go at this. I failed miserably, just like the Sinclair C5 race, last yet again. Uh, First thing, Stuart's inquiry, Glenn, (laughs) even though you clearly won, we believe you were aiming at the wrong bowl. Oh, yeah. There was a bowl in a chair in front of you under camera one. Was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that just someone had just casually left a bowl was on the windowsill. <laughs> yeah, you... that's what I thought we were going for. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah no, no. There, was a, there was a chair yeah. with a plastic bowl in front of you. That oh, was... yeah. well, I won a different game. You did win a different <laughs> okay. game. And in fact, because of the angles, it kind of went even further than it would have done if you'd been yeah. competing in the game the rest of us were playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I happened to make a casual reference to the hairy hole. I didn't even manage to spit my dummy into the hairy hole and I feel now I've said the words hairy hole seven times in this last talky bit I should explain what on earth I'm banging on about yeah so here at the broadcasting desk there is myself and 5,000 TV screens and faders and buttons and there's producer Mark to my left there's Matt Dyson right in front of me and between us is kind of like like a trench a trench (laughs) it's a it's a tech based trench um, where all the speaker arms and stuff sit, and yeah. it doesn't really get the dusting over that it deserves. I think that hole, some of it? the trenches in the World War One were cleaner than this trench. <laughs> to be quite honest, this trench gets it, it gets cleaned for, um, once a year. Do you think maybe? In all my time here, I've never known it to the hairy hole to have been cleaned out. And the, the hairiness, it just develops. It's just full of dust it's and dust hairs, and, hair. and, and it all and pen lids and it's and now there's a there's a keyboard in there. Someone ordered a new keyboard. Yeah, yeah, which Jay is. I ordered a keyboard. Jay it just Lawrence, sits there. A, a wonderful broadcaster, <laughs> but he ordered this new keyboard. It's come for him because obviously he needed it for something and he's just stuck it in the hairy hole. I think there's a dummy in there. So we're not. Oh, yeah, there will yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> who cast the first dummy or something. <laughs> um, so Some, we, that's the hairy hole. Yeah, someone called Sophie Law got mm. in touch on Twitter because they saw the video of the dummy spitting and uh, she said that she showed it to her six year old son who was more fascinated by the hairy hole than the dummy spitting. And uh, and the six-year-old asked her, has it really never been cleaned, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> and the truth is, the truth is it very rarely gets cleaned. Yes, thank you to Sophie Law and to her son, but we have entered a ticket. We are going <laughs> oh, yeah, for a deep clean of the hairy hole. Everyone will be relieved to hear. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Not a tennis ball, and the devil is in the detail here, not a tennis ball, but a swing ball type ball. <laughs> we just found one of those in the hairy hole. <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing swing ball in here? Yeah. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah. <laughs> 
And a pair of um, someone's, obviously someone's headphones. Not yeah. like studio quality headphones, just they're like iPhone headphones. I'll take those. Yeah, well, they're there. They're just in the hairy Actually, hole. Actually, no. They're in here. No, you no, don't want to. No. They are riddled. Yeah, <laughs> they are riddled. And you know what? That's nice, Glenn, because I'll be riddled just after half past giving you a chance to win a Daybreak Breakfast Show mug. Thank you. Uh, but now we're exchanging first thoughts. Ian from Corringham is intrigued to know why do journalists refer to Derby County as Frank Lampard's Derby? <laughs> because it gives them a bit of glamour, doesn't it, I suppose? As opposed to just normal drab Derby County. Like John Carpenter's The Thing. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you you yeah. introduced the director at the beginning. Yeah, it's yeah. So, yeah it, it, he, like, you almost... Oh, no, no, no. Go on. Well, go on, say it, man. Frank Lampard yeah. is more well-known worldwide than Derby County. Yes, I'd agree with that. Send all of your texts and tweets directly to... <laughs> I'm going to so shoot our, off, guys. To our sports anchor, Glenn Moore. <laughs> makes it seem a bit more glamorous, doesn't it? I suppose, well, I suppose when you Ooh, appoint... Frank a, Lampard. When you wow. appoint... Your point is, I suppose, when you appoint a manager of his stature in football, that's part of and what you do with it. Brand recognition, yeah. mm. shirt sales. And also, people want to know, oh, how's Frank Lampard getting on in this new management job? Yeah. Because him and Stevie G, are they doing OK? Stevie yeah. G seems to be doing a bit better. But Rangers are can a giant play together? behemoth they club can anyway, they, aren't can they? Can they play together? <laughs> no, they cannot. <laughs> um, and why have we shoved Paul Scholes over there into League Two oh, on the yeah, left? Bring him back into the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lovely metaphor with the yeah. managerial roles, aren't yeah. there? Why is Paul Scholes at Oldham? Mm. It's one of the best always, we've got. Bring him forward. Always being played out of position. <laughs> always, yeah. always. <laughs> uh, big shout out to all the Oldham fans out there as well. Oh, we yeah. are digging a hole on the <laughs> Breakfast Show. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, first thoughts, thick and fast, they cometh. Blue raspberry is not a real thing, but you would instantly recognise the taste. Oh. Would you agree with that? Yes. In every child's life, there eventually comes a day when you realise that the lower bunk is the superior bunk. <laughs> no. Yeah. Easy access. But yeah. there's something cool about going in and out via a ladder. It's true. Well, that's true, yeah. But when you're really knackered and you can't be bothered to climb a ladder, you like you just want to fall into bed. When you've had on a the, hard day in the prison yard. On the ground floor, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, you've been in the workhouse all day and you're knackered. You're yeah. like, I want to get to sleep. But if, you, if you're on a top bunk and the bunk bed collapsed, it'd be quite fun to drop down. If you're on a bottom bunk, you've got a constant fear of the top bunk collapsing yeah, on you. Yeah. I never enjoy bottom bunks because of that. Yeah, so what, you constantly just, like, anxiety... Thinking any, any minute now, a bed is going to land on me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true, yeah. Uh, my little sister got top bunk. She begged for top bunk once Did on she? a holiday home we rented and she fell out on the first night, oh. therefore ruining her chances of ever sleeping in top bunk again. <laughs> yeah. And that's why now, as a mother of two and as an adult, she still sleeps on the top of a bunk bed. <laughs> so she can claw back some of her youth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd go with bottom bunk all day long. Time in films is almost always faster than in real life unless there is a countdown timer involved. Mm. And then, and then it, it's slower. goes slower. And it goes slower, yeah. It's interesting, true, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, films would be very long if they were done in real time, wouldn't they? I well, mean, they'd be 24 hours long yeah, if they were yeah. a day. And, it would well, be, you work out the rest. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. Didn't Woody it? Harrelson do a film that was... Uh, it's him parting in London in yeah, real time. Soho, yeah, It's and 24 he, hours of him yeah. just getting on it. <laughs> and the movie lasts for 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, he shot it in yeah. real time. Yeah. Amazing. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Is everybody sitting comfortably? Yes. Then I shall yes. begin. Don't forget, if you can answer this riddle, you win yourself a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. And even when, like it did last week, one arrives broken, we'll send you out a new one immediately, and then you have one and a half mugs. Here we go. 
Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley and the other two members from KISS. <laughs> I've just got back from playing a gig on their End of the World World Tour. End of the Road World Tour. Wow, Paul, what a show, Gene Simmons from KISS says, triumphantly collapsing on the lower bunk of the bunk bed that he shares with his bandmate, Paul Stanley from KISS. That time when you poked your tongue out and the crowd went mental, <laughs> said Paul Stanley, climbing up onto the top bunk of the bed. Have they still got their makeup on at this point? Or well, they, oh, you, sorry, sorry. You wouldn't interject, young man. We'll Just get trying to that. I'm picturing it. I need to picture okay, it. Okay, let me let my words be a paintbrush. Okay, yeah, okay. You're on the tour bus I'll with hold Kiss. Off, right. Okay, here we go. That time when you poked your tongue out and the crowd went mental, said Paul Stanley, climbing up onto the top bunk of the bed, his leather costume squeaking with every step of the ladder. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Descriptive enough nice. for you, Matt yeah, Dyson? Good, good been his leather pyjamas. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> I'd love that if they yeah, slipped oh, into leather pyjamas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and it's got night-night written in studs oh, on the back. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, and what about that time when you shot fireworks out of your guitar, replied Gene Simmons, <laughs> using a makeup wipe to remove his iconic ah. demon face paint. <laughs> I really felt like we could have rocked and rolled all night, Gene. I know we say that in our song, but today it really felt like we could literally have played forever. Paul Stanley exclaims before resting his head on his pillow, his iconic star child makeup rubbing into the pillowcase. I know what you mean, Paul Stanley from Kiss. I felt like I could have breathed fire all night long. Anyway, I am pooped and we have another big show tomorrow <laughs> at Bend Community Centre, Oregon, Gene oh, Simmons says oh. as he rests his head down. Paul Stanley sits up. Ah, yes, Bend, Oregon. That's where the last blockbuster video in all America is, isn't it, Gene? <laughs> yes. What about a little bedtime riddle? Gene sits up, takes off his platform boots and responds, I'll go on then. <laughs> Longest yet. <laughs> <laughs> the most entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. The most entertaining? <clears throat> I am flat, I am sharp, but I cannot hurt you. What am I? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, two members of KISS, are unbuttoning their pleather costumes and removing their makeup in Dave Berry's riddles. And just before they close their beautiful eyes, the riddle was put upon them. I am flat, I am sharp, but I cannot hurt you. What am I? And some wrong answers, but you know what? Some good ones. Uh, mm. Many people, including my esteemed colleague Mac Dyson, saying that this was the best. Riddle, best setup ever, yeah. with the poorest riddle at the end. Easiest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of the listeners agreed with you. If we you. could find the middle ground, it'd be great <laughs> okay, going forward. Okay, <laughs> I'll try. Um, but here we have, as I say, the wrong answers, but not bad. Is it a slice of lemon? No. Ooh. Is it a keyboard from Annie in London? No, unfortunately, it's not Annie. One day old lemonade from Kev. Yes. I am flat, <laughs> I am sharp. sharp. Very nice, Kev. Unfortunately, incorrect. A tongue, says Michelle in Luton. Sadly not. The answer is a piano from Lou in Cheltenham. It's not Lou. Is it Pat Sharp on a lilo? That's from James in Harpenden. <laughs> who, who then in open brackets puts podcast name? Close brackets. We'll certainly put it on the shortlist, James. Sharp on a lilo is up there. Imagine if we went, correct. That, that was it. That's an age-old riddle. <laughs> it came around in the early 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah classic. Um, so joining us right now on the M25, good luck out there, everyone, is Paul. How you doing, Paul? You're not bad, you? Very well, thank you for asking. Uh, so, Paul, what is the answer to the riddle? It's music notes. It is music notes. I am flat, I am sharp, but I cannot hurt you. What am I? Paul, congratulations. You've won yourself a Dave Grey Breakfast Show mug. Thank you. Lovely having you on board, my friend, and my riddles will return 
next week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. A warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Uh, So we are discussing things you never want to hear a waiter or waitress say or a server to use an Americanism. Mm. Um, I'm going to get the ball rolling here. I once inquired as to what the animal burger was and the waiter said, "Uh, Sir, it's every animal you'd find on a farmyard in a bun. <laughs> in one yeah. patty, in or one just... one bap. Oh god! It, oh. it was a bap with Horse. all of the farmyard things. Yeah. Well, at least he's honest. You know, at least they're honest. Well, no, that was that was a selling point for it. It was really? it yeah. was lamb, pork, beef, oh. just all in there. And this was in a high end restaurant, was it? Well, it was. It was a kind of tea hut that, <laughs> <laughs> that, right, that okay. cabbies and people would ah. ride bicycles use, oh, uh, bikes use. Well, but, but yeah, the animal burger. Oh, it's like non-specific meat in some cheaper curry houses yeah, you go to. Yeah, just when he said it's it to me. not saying what it is, it's just meat. So it's every animal you'd get in a farmyard in a bap. Oh. Wow. Uh, Matt Dyson, what about so you? Was that the moment you turned vegan? <laughs> yeah. It certainly pushed me that way. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing, the worst thing that a waitress ever said to me and my family was when we were on holiday in France and uh, the French waitress said, are you sure you know what this is? This, uh, You're tri- doing the accent, are you? <laughs> this trip it a la mode de can and I was like and we were like oh we're not idiot British tourists yeah of course we know what it is yeah of course we do send the order through to the kitchen we know what it is we know we're fluent in French and it came back and Katie had ordered cow's stomach oh uh, like tripe full on rank foul smelling tripe inedible absolutely horrendous <laughs> and we had to uh, we had one of the kids nappies we had to hide it in the kids nappy this is just, one of the grimmest oh, stories just, I've ever so, heard so it looked like we'd eaten it because we couldn't we couldn't have it shown off about how much we knew about French delicacies <laughs> we couldn't then not eat it because it was horrible so we had to pretend we'd eaten it by hiding the tripe in a nappy and then carry it home God, if, the idea if anyone encountered the nappy and been like what has your child been he's <laughs> gone straight through oh, <laughs> grim. the exorcist <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> Call the exorcist now. We possession. Jean Paul, get the holy water. Bring the holy water to table four. It was a My goodness, Matt Dyson. So, yeah. What a story. So the worst thing, the things you never wanted to hear or wait to a waitress say in your opinion is, are you sure you are want you this? Sure <laughs> you know what that is. That's it. Yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Things you never want to hear a waiter or waitress say. Sarah got in touch. She ordered some poached eggs. And when the waiter brought them to her, he said, Sarah, what did he say? They don't look very good, do they? (laughs) (laughs) They don't look very good, do they? (laughs) Oh, nice. Um, Sarah, did you eat them? What do you do when that happens? I kind of hid them underneath a piece of toast and returned them back. Right, OK, oh. that's good. You didn't try and scoop them into a nappy like Matt did. <laughs> I'm pleased to hear that. Sarah, thanks for tuning into the show. Have yourself a lovely day. You too, thank Take you. Take care, bye now. Um, the tomahawk steak isn't available, sir. That's from Stuart when it comes to things you never want to hear a waiter or waitress mm. say. Not necessarily the tomahawk steak, that's a Stuart thing. Um, but when they haven't got what I want... It awakens something deep inside, like a petulant child, an emotion I haven't 
felt since I was like four. Yeah. And suddenly I feel it kind of rising to the top like lava through a volcano. Yeah. And I feel like I just want to lay on the floor on my tummy and start banging. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> why, have, why have previous customers been allowed to have it? He's why not eating, me? He's eating it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Give me his one. Turn on the ice cream machine, McDonald's. <laughs> so never do. Fair. Never do. Has anyone seen my glass eye? Josh on the M2. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Things you never want to hear a waiter or waitress or server say. Debbie tweeted us saying, I once asked the waitress what a certain dish was like and she said, it depends what mood the chef is in. <laughs> I risked it. When I'd eaten it, I said to her, I quite like that. And she said, you're easily pleased. <laughs> <laughs> My dad once asked the waiter what was in the fish pie, to which he replied, do I look like a detective? And that's from Joe. <laughs> detective? <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Hi, guys. I was in Paris with my lovely wife and we went out for an evening meal. We found a lovely restaurant and both decided on a fillet steak, so I ordered a nice bottle of red wine, which the waiter shortly brought to the table. On tasting it, I realised it was chilled, so I asked the waiter if we could have it at room temperature, to which he replied in his best Parisian sarcasm, does sir want me to put it in the microwave? That's from Neil Epstein. It was also the Terminator that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Dice, you got any over there? Uh, Dave from Leicester went to a, a football match, Everton away, and he fancied a half-time pie, and it was described as a meat pie. Uh, so he asked uh, the server what kind of meat was in the pie. He says, to the horror of everyone there, uh, the server replied, White meat, I think. I'm pretty sure it was dark meat last week. <laughs> I had a cheese and onion slice. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, I am a member of Blockbuster Video. Not just any Blockbuster Video, but the last one in all of America, housed in Bend in Oregon. They have made me a fully paid-up member, and they are sending us a copy of Point Break on DVD and we're going to be putting on a very special screening and in order to be there you need to give your life a 90s movie trailer voiceover. We've already got two people who are going to be coming along and join us next week and to look for inspiration we need go no further than the original trailer for the movie. On the coast of Southern California you can only surf Party and make love oh. for so long before it's time to go to work. Rock and roll. 27 banks in three years. Everybody's great. Anything to catch the perfect wave. I'm not a crook. Patrick Swayze. Man, it makes me think twice about putting money in the bank these days. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Do you think I joined the FBI and learned to surf? Point break. Adios, amigo! 100% pure adrenaline. Whoa! 
I personally cannot wait for next week. <laughs> what this, a life they led, eh? It's going to be one of those, those really surface. swanky screening rooms with yeah. all the lovely oh. crystal sound and lovely vision. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And as I say, all you need to do is give your life a 90s movie trailer voiceover. Email me right now. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk if you'd like to come and join us. Of course, we'll put on some food and some drinks. It's going to be nice. Uh, now, Matt Dyson, you did it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Glenn, mm-hmm. you're up. You ready? Sure. Okay, take it away, my friend. Here we go. When one man must fight to eat his scrambled eggs on toast as quickly as possible before the ad break ends on Absolute Radio. You've been making scrambled egg on toast every morning. Sorry. You've been making scrambled egg on toast every morning. I have, and it's affected my voice. Okay. How are you doing that? We don't have any kind of facilities here to make it. I put them in the microwave. microwave. Then when I poke it with a fork off and it explodes in my face. The exploding egg. Coming soon to cinema. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers... Of course, they all start in Point Break, the 1991 classic which I have rented from the last blockbuster video in all of America and I'm putting on a screening here in London and I would love for you to come along and you need to earn your way in by giving your life a 90s movie trailer-style voiceover and joining us right now on Line One is Debbie. Good morning, Debbie. Morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Um, So... Why would you love to come and watch Point Break with us? So in 1991, I was on my gap year and I went to live in Turin for the year. And so I actually have only ever seen it at a cinema in Italian. Didn't really understand <laughs> very much of the dialogue, but, you know, got the gist of the film. So I would, I'd love to come and see it in English for the first time at the cinema. OK, so you realise that the dialogue isn't key to the plot of the movie Point Break. <laughs> no, yeah. It's just I, two I really hot guys that, running yeah. around robbing banks. Yeah, and surfing. Yeah, I still could enjoy it. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love to have you come along. Uh, but, Debbie, you're going to need to give your life a 90s movie trailer voiceover. Are you ready? I am. OK. The floor... Is yours. In a world with three kids and walking is not an option, one woman must make her way across town. Will she make it in time for dance? Will that car in front ever speed up? Will they ever stop singing three different songs at the same time? Will they insist on changing the radio station? Will she even bother picking them up afterwards? This is... Drive hard with a vengeance. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. Wow. Debbie, we'd love to have you come along to the screening. Definitely. Thank you. Um, <laughs> who are you going to bring with you? Not the kids. Um, I, no, <laughs> well, they've all claimed a spot, but um, no, I think my husband, if he works shift, so if the shifts work, he'll come. If not, I've got a three way fight. So um, Okay. Between yeah, your friends. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll bring a friend. I, I, well, I, there was a friend that I lived with when I was in Italy. Otherwise, maybe I could bring the Italian friend over that took me to the cinema. Uh, that's a nice idea, wow, isn't it? Yeah. And then he can sit through it in English, even though he doesn't speak in English. <laughs> <laughs> and you could go, it was over 30 years in the making, but revenge! Um, Debbie, yeah, lovely absolutely. having you on the show. Thank you very much indeed Thank for tuning can I in. Just give a shout out to Dan Sutcliffe, who, who basically wrote my script, um, Word Colleague, <laughs> who I rang yesterday and went, you're my funniest friend, please help. <laughs> well, Dan's done a wonderful job, but as a broadcaster, let me tell you, never ever thank the writers publicly. <laughs>
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of your cool badge. Paul in Leeds says, I watched a whole episode of Midsummer Murders. I'm 30. Take my badge. <laughs> <laughs> badge happily received, Paul. Don't you worry about that. My badge this week involves the law enforcement. Oh, uh, yeah. It involves the police. Mm. And uh, it, it took place on Sunday when uh, my wife and I and Evangeline were driving back from my mum and dad's house. And uh, Sarah Jane was driving and I was in the back with Evangeline um, because it meant that I could have a beer with my dad, uh, which was very nice. And we were driving home and in the middle of the road there was a car with its hazards on and this young woman stood by a car door and it was starting to rain. Right. And Sarah Jane is one. I was going, drive, just drive! <laughs> Sarah Jane's going, no, I want to pull over and help oh. this, this woman in distress. And I was like, oh, God, all right then! <laughs> oh! <laughs> so we pulled over. We pulled over safely to one side. We wound down the window, said, are you OK? And she said, I've run out of petrol. Mm. Basically, it's just zero petrol yeah. right now. My boyfriend's coming to get me. He's going to be an hour. So Sarah Jane says, look, jump in the car. We'll take you to the petrol station. You can get some petrol. We can go back. You can drive off somewhere and, you know, finish your journey or whatever. What a good Samaritan. I'm in the back going, oh, no, I swear to God. This is so You unfair. said we were going to get Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to miss the rest of Soccer Saturday. I've recorded. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this person was called Kelly. She's very nice. And she got in the front. So she called her boyfriend straight away. And you could hear him down the other end of the phone going, what do you mean you got in someone's car? Just <laughs> <a> random stranger's <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah. And, and Kelly's going, no, no, it's a family. Plus, I recognise Dave off the telly. <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I'm sat in the back thinking, am I... You know, am I viewer worthy? Uh, am right, I wearing yeah. trousers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I, but I was good. So we went to the, we went to the petrol station, got Kenny some petrol, drove back to her car, which is still in the middle of the road. Only this time it's been joined by a police car uh. and two police officers. And that's where I'm handing in my call badge because I buckled before the law. <laughs> I became that suck up kid in front of the head teacher. Yeah. I got out and I was like, oh, no, oh, hello, officer. Hello, yes. Oh, no, no, I know, well, I know you shouldn't leave your car in the middle of the road. I, I, I definitely would have pulled over to one side. I would have got out and pushed it to one side. It's just Kelly here. She didn't know that. Here's your petrol, got in the car, drove off. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate myself for that. Yeah. I really, I hate for not standing up more. Um, but Kelly bought us some Tunnock's tea cakes. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh. Oh. Thank you. So I, I bought gift. them in to share with the team. Oh, yes. And I uh, hope that Kelly got home safely. So that is my cool badge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Another cool badge moment from me. As I cast my eyes across the team and they all look satisfied, chowing down on a Tunnock's tea cake. Mm, yeah. Thanks, Kelly. Mm. Thank you, Kelly. Um, so joining us right now, handing in her cool badge on line one, is Hannah. Good morning to you, Hannah. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the show. Hi. So uh, you recently went clubbing for the first time in 15 years is how your text yeah. starts. Probably, yeah. What What's the cool badge incident? Why did you have to hand it in? Well, we all went in. I was the oldest of the group. It was a hen night. And um, as we walked through, they were IDing everyone, which I was quite flattered about. <laughs> at the ripe old age of 35. And then I was absolutely mortified to see my face, all my details from my driver's licence, my age, everything, up on the big screen for everyone to see. And I just shouted out, isn't that a breach of GDPR? (laughs) 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 And everyone just turned around, mortified, embarrassed, and just 
laughed at me. Oh, <laughs> Anna. You know, it's a unique call badge moment because normally it's the person handing it in is the one who feels embarrassed. Yeah. But when you hand your call badge in because everybody around you was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I just embarrassed everyone. Oh, um, Hannah, did you have a good time? Did you have a good night? Yeah, I did, actually. Well, I'm really <laughs> pleased to hear that and thank you for tuning to the show. Take care. Thank you so much. Cheers, Hannah. Yeah. Bye now. Bye. Dave, I lost my call badge the other day driving home from work. I'm a 24-year-old bloke, and at a junction, a van of burly builders gave way to let me pull out. But when I raised my hand to thank them, for some unknown reason, I twiddled my fingers in the way that a grandmother would wave goodbye to her grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> Mortified, I decided to go a longer way home as I couldn't bear the thought of being near the builders anymore. From Ben in Wigan. Oh, give us the call yes. badge, Ben. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Hi, Dave. Recently, I took my wife on a long weekend to Lisbon. Whilst on an open-top bus tour of the amazing city, looking at all the incredible buildings and small, quaint streets, I said, <clears throat> they'd have trouble getting a removals lorry up there. <laughs> I think I need to hand in my cool badge yeah. from Doug in Reading. Doug, I say things like that myself all of the time, but yes, yes, my friend, I will take your cool badge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for Matt Dyson and that thing that he does. Where you're kind of all informed about what's trending around the world. Yeah. It's called Social Ammo. Matt Dyson, what is going on out there? What do we need to um, know? Earlier in the week on Social Ammo, we talked about uh, van flipping and how van trainers would always land on their soles mm -hmm. whenever you threw them in the air. That's now moved on to croc flipping, you'll be delighted to learn. And crocs are more impressive at this than vans, it turns out. Don't all shoes just land? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me, I mean, let me yeah. try this with a Russell well, and Bromley brown suede. Sure. There seems to be certain ones that are better at it. <laughs> it's <Yeah. funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, you might have a point. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I hope I get trending. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go viral with that, mate. So, all shoes land on their soles. Okay, we can move on now. Uh, the Game of Thrones trailer for the new series is out on social media. A lot of people talking about that, a lot of the uh, trending subjects. But the big story today uh, is a Welsh man who has a massive dinosaur in his back garden. Uh, My goodness. Well, you just, you just flashed me an image moments before we came back on air. Yeah. What, um, what's going on, Matt? A 30-foot-long dinosaur. Uh, he had to pull it by a van. It was on a trailer seen at the weekend being delivered to his house. Uh, it's a 15-foot-tall model of an Allosaurus, which was at a local tourist attraction, the Dania Ogoff Caves. And uh, he bought it on eBay <clears throat> and has had it transported to his house on a normal housing estate in Wales. There is now a huge dinosaur staring at passers-by. He says he's bought it for his 12 grandchildren so they can play with it in the garden. It's so exciting. I mean, if I was the, as an adult, if I was that person's neighbour, I'd be furious. But yes, if you exactly. put yourself in his grandchildren's shoes, which, of course, by the way, if you tossed them, would land sold out. Yes, they would, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really super exciting. How much yeah. was it? Uh, it was uh, f uh, 15 grand, I think it was. <gasps> 
Was it? No, no. One, so, 1,600. Um, oh. I exaggerated that. <laughs> I, I would also I, be I like... It up. <laughs> I'd be like, Grandad, can I just have a share of the cash, please? Uh, but it also also raises money for charity as well. So, it's all a lovely, lovely little thing that he's done. And he just thought he might as well have a dinosaur in his back garden. We should do more of this. I love this. If you do have any kind of animal in your back garden, um, let us know at 8, 12, 15. Um, so, Matt Dyson, um, you, know, you need to give your outwards. Oh, yes. Sorry, they ch- yeah, they change on a daily basis. Subtly just uh, blend into that. Oh, Sorry, so, uh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I flagged it. Okay, no, it's, no, it's gonna let's go back in time a little bit. No, now. come on, let's just do it. Yeah. It's all natural now. Okay, and it's natural in three, two, totally natural, one, and cue. So consider yourself armed in the social sense. Your at work banter will be flipping immense. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. On Absolute Radio, uh, we are fully aware, of course, many of you tune in at different times of the, of the show, and uh, we just thought we'd let you know that around 7 o'clock this morning, we were discussing things you never want to hear a waiter or waitress say, and we had such a surplus of fantastic stories, we've decided to squeeze a few in right now, including Dave. I was in a hotel and waiting to order pudding. I was intrigued by an item with the tempting title, Irish Lumpy Bumpy. I asked the waitress what it was and she just smiled and shrugged (laughs) I had it anyway the waits monkey from Herne Bay what was it like let us know the waits monkey 8-12-15 Dave here we go so this comes from the other side of the coin now Dave I used to work in a restaurant and during one shift I lost the ball to my eyebrow piercing (laughs) (laughs) I had to embarrassingly go around to all the tables I'd recently served and tell them I need to replace their plate as it may contain part of a body piercing. <laughs> oh, dear. Dot, dot, dot. Never did find it. Oh, no. From Dave. Someone had eaten it. <laughs> Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, as Matt Dyson disclosed to us all in his social ammo feature, there is a gentleman in Wales who has purchased a 20-foot-long dinosaur for £1,600, which he's proudly displayed in his front garden yeah. of his suburban home just to keep his grandkids happy. His name's Jerry Adams as well. Not that Jerry Adams. <laughs> it's different Jerry Adams. But imagine if it was. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, what a story that would be. I went to the gents, I came back in and Matt was going, Jerry Adams has bought a dinosaur <laughs> in his garden. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> a different Jerry. Yes. Uh, so for the Daily Smash today, prehistoric versus the playlist. For any paleontologists out there, prehistoric, it's not that, that precisely yeah. that period. Anything no, in and we're around not being there. too strict. Cretaceous will do. Yeah, that'll do. We'll Whatever. Take Cretaceous. And these are the ones from around the room Velociraptor. Amos! Hey! <laughs> Jimmy, Jurassic World. Nice. Yes, good. Herbie, vor, vor, vor. How do you like it? How do you like it? (laughs) (laughs) What you got, Matt Dyson? Uh, Triceratops. Yay! Uh, Nice. Diplo. Docus. <laughs> Modern one for the Didn't kids. See you there. coming with a Diplo reference, Matt Dyson, not gonna lie. <laughs> Mammoth, I love you. Mammoth, I care. <laughs> by the Spice Girls. Yeah, that was very surprising bunch of you, Matt, but very good. Very good. Uh, Emma Jones. I got Willie Mammoth Mia. 
Ah, yeah. Live and let die in Nassau. Yes. Nice. And white a shade of pale Leolithic. Ooh. Oh, wow. Very Excellent. good. Excellent. My goodness. Glenn. Stegger death. <laughs> uh, hold me close, a tiny dinosaur. Oh, and way. clever girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Go on. Expl- break it down for From me. From Jurassic Park. Uh, when a velociraptor breaks in and he goes, clever girl. Oh, yes. Very a deep good. cut, if I do say so myself. Massively a deep cut, but very good. Dave, the right said Fred classic. Deeply diplodocus about the way you walk. <laughs> <laughs> Mick on Twitter. Oh, and rag and fossilised bone man from oh. Chris in Owlsbury. <laughs> Very Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Bronsky Saurus Beat <laughs> from Denim Barking. We're doing anything prehistoric or around that kind of time. <laughs> Fake. Yeah. Versus the playlist. Jeff Goldblum on the ceiling. <laughs> Iguanodon, Henley. Oh, nice. From John. Get this one from Andy and the team. Bowling for primordial soup. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, from my batch, from Simon in Kent, Terra Doncha, wish your girlfriend was. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Well done, Si. What you got over there, Matt? Curtis Stigosaurus <laughs> from Greg, Greg ah! Floyd on Twitter. I love to imagine we play Curtis Stigosaurus oh, on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. So underused. Uh, Rich Ford has gone for the cutting crew classic, I Just Died in Your Little Arms tonight. <laughs> <laughs> ACBC from Bob. Oh, oh yes. yes. And uh, Goodbye Jumbo has gone for Goodness Cretaceous Great Balls of Fire. Wow. Extra points there because it was potentially a a great ball of fire that made them extinct. That polished them all off and allowed us to evolve to doing this. This. (laughs) (laughs) Very breakfast show podcast. Absolute radio. Time to bid you a Rivadurchi for another morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Uh, before we go, let's name that daily podcast, shall we? Uh, this comes hot off the heels of Woofy Buffins was my exotic dancer name in 2004 and Monday's Ricky Gervais airs his concerns about Gordon Ramsay's nudity. Uh, what's in the offering today, please, producer Mark? So, first up, we've got... It's basically a tech-based trench. OK, that's in reference to the hairy hole, uh, which after yeah. we spoke about it on the show earlier, we believe he's going to get a deep clean. Really? A deep clean in the studio today, so the hole will no longer be hairy. I won't hold my breath. Is it Pat Sharp on a lilo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, of course, that was the answer to Dave Berry's riddle. Well, it wasn't the answer, it was a suggestion to Dave Berry's riddle, early doors. Bring the holy water to table four. Producer Mark, do it in the French accent. <laughs> yes. Bring the holy water to table four. Excellent. And finally, Irish lumpy bumpy. No, don't do the accent. (laughs) You've gone too far. Um, The daily podcast is going to be called "Bring the Holy Water to Table for a story that came courtesy of Matt Dyson, one that needs to be heard. So download that podcast. We'll be back tomorrow, six a.m. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.